Chef Boyardee is Poe's mentor. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, it was always going to be Leia. Could have been Baby Yoda. <laughs> wow, what a huge oversight. There's just a hole in the Death Star. Like, what the heck? You know, just like board that up or something, you know? Then jumped onto Wikipedia and was like, oh, there it is. I refused to get on the Wook, um, as, as Jared lovingly refers to it. You're listening to the Star Wars Archives, a Utini.com Patreon-exclusive podcast. Your regular deep dive down the rabbit hole of the Star Wars universe. Discussion, analysis, Easter eggs, and obscure books you've never heard of. And now, here are your hosts, Jose and Trevor. Hello there, dear listeners. You have tuned into episode 26 of the Star Wars Archives, the undisputed number one podcast within the Utini network, and honestly, the main reason you even know of Utini as a whole. This is true. This is fact. We all know this. So um, I am Jose, a.k.a. Joxie in the Utiniverse. I have watched all Star Wars canon movies and TV shows. I have read 43 Star Wars books, and I own 23 of them. And I'm Trev, keeper of a timeline pages over at utini.com. I've spent my entire life consuming Star Wars media and own over 1,000 Star Wars books and comics. So, for anyone joining us for the first time, this is a largely unscripted show where once we've decided on each episode's topic, Jose will do whatever research he needs, I will try and do as little research as possible, and we can talk about anything Star Wars. Legends, canon, books, comics, TV, video games, even miscellaneous newspaper clippings, and hopefully keep you both entertained and informed over the next hour. And I will not introduce today's topic. I will let our guest do that for us. He has also been with Utini for some time, I think, and it's possible that some of you may have uh, heard of him and his little show. Um, in any case, yeah, it's, yeah. So, uh, in any case, why don't you go ahead and say who you are, how many books you've read and own, if you know that information, and let people know what we are talking about and why. There you go. There you go. What's up? Thanks for having me on. I'm Corey. I'm Corey Helton, founder of Utini. Dr. Corey Helton, okay. if you will. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, super stoked to come hang out with you guys. We were talking a little bit before the show. I've not really gotten a guest star in a lot of the other podcasts. Um, you know, I'm a busy dude. So yeah. <laughs> here we are. I'm excited to come on, though. Um, you guys asked me a couple weeks ago. It was been a while back. Asked me a couple weeks ago what we should talk about. And uh, I said, why don't we talk about the Legacy of the Force series? Um, you know, I I sort of famously read, the first Star Wars book I ever read was uh, Invincible by Troy Dinning, which is the final <laughs> of the nine-part book series. That was my first Star Wars book, and it's a miracle that I stuck around. And I've never talked about it on a show before, so... Um, I'm excited to uh, kind of hear your thoughts. Trevor's already said he has tons and tons of pages of notes, so I'm excited. However... Do you know how many books you own, and do you know how many books you've read, Corey? You know, I was trying to, I was trying to look at that. I do not know off the top of my head how many I've read. I would have to pull. I was looking at the here. Let me let me give you a rough estimate, really fast. Let's see here. I'm using our, uh, <laughs> I'm using our um, uh, book database really fast. So let me see. Here's any of. Let's make it adult novel, young adult novel. All right. So there are 260 adult novels and young adult novels. I bet that I've read. 200 i'm pretty sure i've read at least that many i've read 
almost every single I have read nearly every single canon book except for like a very like a there's less than a dozen or so that I have not read and I've read most of Legends. It's been a long time. Most of it I've never reread. In fact, I just listened to Plagueis the audiobook a couple weeks ago and it's one of the first times I've ever reread or re-listened to a Legend Star Wars book. Mm. So um I I consider myself pretty well read. Like I know yeah, my way around. Yeah. I know my way around. Uh, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, if you're leading a whole like website about Star Wars books, you sh- you should have a solid knowledge yeah, of sure, like sure. all these books. Well, that is sort of how this Alutini came about originally, right? I mean, you guys have probably heard me tell that story before, but you know, the, the short version is I wanted to do some kind of side hustle, right? <laughs> and you know, whenever whenever you're, whenever you're trying to come up with a side hustle, you're like, all right, what's something that I kind of know about that a lot of people don't know about, right? And you know, Star Wars books was the obvious answer, so you know, and it's only doing this whole Utini thing is really like dramatically increased the amount of reading that I do. I mean, we have to stay up to date on the living force with the canon books and that sort of thing, which is hard. You know, I've, I've a couple times had to like cram the whole book in like two days before the, before the episode. <laughs> so, you know, and we are living in a golden age for star Wars content. There's probably more star Wars books and comics coming out regularly than there ever has been in the history of star Wars publishing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really mad. I mean, we just talked about, you know, um, let's see here. Today is the 17th of October, right? So two, last week we talked about um, the second part of Star Wars Visions. And they last week they also released all those new book announcements mm-hmm. of the new Luke Skywalker book. And it's just like that's on top of all the High Republic stuff. It's just, you know, Charles does all of our uh, all of our roundtable prep and all the questions <laughs> cool and stuff. And he is by far the busiest of all of us. <laughs> he works like 60 to 70 hours a week. So, you know, it, every time a new book comes out, he's like, no! <laughs> I was like, how do I possibly get this done? It's crazy, so... But it's awesome, man. I mean, I've, we've said a thousand times, like, what a hell of a time to be a Star Wars fan. Like, there's just so much new stuff comes out, and it's it's nuts. Yeah. So, Jose, how many of the Legacy of the Force books have you read? Well, as you can only imagine, I have not read any of them. Uh, <laughs> um, they're not part of my 43 books that I have read or listened to. Um, but I did spend a little bit of time doing research because, you know, I wanted to be able to talk to you guys about it. Um, but there, sure. there was a uh, there was a twenty minute video on YouTube that I found because there was a two hour something oh, nice. uh, of some dude talking about each one of the books, and I'm like, I'm not gonna spend oh. two hours <laughs> listening to yeah, some yeah. guy. So I listened to this twenty minute one, and as you can, you know, as internet people do, just a lot of hate about the the sequel trilogy because oh, no. there's a lot yeah. of comparisons there. So it would be like, oh yeah, this book was good, this book was <clears> not as good. But, you know, mm-hmm. all of this would have been so much better than that trash sequel trilogy. I'm like, oh, could you just yeah, yeah. shut up and just focus on the books? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like, can you just not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I think, you know, we were talking we were talking briefly before the show, and, you know, I liked this series. Now, given I was in, like, the eighth grade, all right? This is, like, 2007, <laughs> okay? So yeah. it's been a really long time since I've read them. And, Trevor, you did not like them, correct? I'm not a fan, No. I think there's some great ideas in this series, but overall, I just think that the execution is just a bit sloppy. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. So let's, I mean, I don't know what sort of structure you guys have planned for the show, but I thought it might be fun to kind of summarize from our, you know, backgrounds, I guess, kind of what what the what the idea of the series is. Is that correct? Well, that will be part of, I have a little game for you guys, so that's going to be part okay, of okay. my, so we're going to start with this game, okay? So there's a few rounds and I will give you points. Um, so we'll see who wins. But for round one, um, you are going to take you're going to take turns explaining what the whole series is about in about, I don't know, 
You get two minutes each. Is that fair? Okay. I will time it. I have my my timer here. And but okay. whoever one of you to make it fair, one of you will have to like mute the conversation. Oh, okay. Decide. Right? Okay. You know, so whoever goes second gets to hear to the first one or the other person. But so who wants to go okay. first? Okay. Well, I think as Corey's the guest, we'll let him go first. And uh, what I'll do is I'll take yep. my headphones okay. off, and then. Through Zoom, you guys can give me a nod and let me know when I can listen again. All right. Oh, God, this is going to be wild. <laughs> so <laughs> We're not going to be able to hear what each other said until we go back and listen to it. This is going to be wild. Yeah. So, but, so you have two minutes, and this is just okay. going to be what the whole series is about. Don't get into the books. Just kind of like give us your summary okay. of the general idea. All right, let me set a little stopwatch on my phone. Trevor, we'll like wave at you when we're ready to come back. Yes. Okay? All right, sounds good. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to start my two minutes right, right now. now. Okay, okay, okay. So Legacy of the Force, uh, published 2006 to 2008, all right? Um, I, I cheated. I looked at the my Wikipedia article over here next to me. Um, I have mine pulled up too, Jose, uh, my timer, so we're good. Um, yeah, so published 2006, 2008, uh, had a bunch of writers, um, is a nine-book series. The series sort of takes place over... The course of I feel like it's a couple years, and it's like it's like post Return of the Jedi, post the Galactic uh, Republic has been rebuilt, right? So you have our key players, Luke and Leia and Han, um, and they've sort of rebuilt the the government, and now the growing sort of teenage years government, right, is like like facing governmental problems, mm-hmm. right? There's factions that are all kind of. Uh, like battling out in the outer rim. There's like internal struggles of like there's remnants of the empire around still. There's a lot of politics going on. Um, just kind of typical classic Star Wars stuff. And then sort of as always with all the major book series in Star Wars, there's these sort of uh, large threats of some type of evil Sith presence. Um, long story short, spoiler alert, you haven't read the book series, Jason Solo, one of uh, Han and Leia's uh three children he turns to the dark side becomes a sith lord and sort of from being inside the government sort of takes over the galaxy in a bit of a way uh famously kills mara jade uh uh who married luke skywalker um and then uh who's and his sister Jaina, sort of the jedi um gets trained by boba fett to kill him and there's a big battle to the death and uh you know he's defeated right so it's sort of this like post it's like post. It's. It, I don't like saying post Return of the Jedi because it's like further forward than that. I guess. Got ten seconds left. No, that's it. That's, that's it. Right. Okay. I don't, I don't need it. <laughs> nice. All right. <laughs> I will give you four hundred points for that. Okay. 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 I'm okay. back. I heard four hundred points. Four hundred points yeah. for Corey. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. And you okay. didn't give it. Sounds good. Yeah. So- and I'll, that was also a one hundred point bonus for leaving ten seconds. At the end. Oh hell yeah! Were, there you go. You were, right, you were very efficient with your retelling. So. All right, Trevor's just gonna like shit all over this for like two minutes. So I hope you guys are ready. All right, I'll, I'm gonna just I'm gonna mute over here. Actually, no, you I can, mean, can I? You can listen to it. Can I hear his now? Okay, I was gonna say yeah, it's yeah. already gone, so maybe I could listen. To yeah, his. you okay, can hear. Cool. Yeah, it's fine. All right, one, two, and go. Okay, so Legacy of the Force, a nine book series set forty years after A New Hope. So this comes after the New Jedi Order and Darkness trilogy. So five years after that. Uh, essentially, the Galactic Alliance, which is what the Republic became, is trying to centralize militarized forces, uh, military forces throughout the galaxy. Corellia wants to secede from the Alliance for good reasons, bad reasons, and just reasons. 
the Solo, so Han and Leia and Wedge decide to side with Corellia, even though they worked <laughs> for the New Republic for decades. Uh, leads to a whole Civil War thing going on. Jason has a vision of Luke dying. Obviously, he doesn't want that to happen. We see the return of Lumaya from the old Marvel comics. She tells Jason he has to become a Sith to stop the vision from coming true and save the galaxy. And this is what Virgil was trying to tell him during the New Jedi Order. This is not what the New Jedi Order was about. So it's all incredibly, incredibly stupid and a massive retcon of things that were actually said to you. But I digress. Uh, so this leads to... Uh... <laughs> I mean, this can be contextualized, but Jason's been on this big five-year journey to discover more about the Force after his kind of epitaph at the end of the unifying force the last book of a new jedi order and therefore there's almost this force arrogance so anything related to the force and visions he must know best because he knows more about the force than anything else anybody else rather and then we're on to the second book bloodlines which is basically a boba fett and mandalore book and some of the legacy of the force stuff happens but travis is a writer on this series so every third book is about <laughs> boba fett and mandalorians <laughs> like i said other stuff happens but they're not really important it's all about the mandalorians uh as we go on to the next book in the series, so Luke's starting to suspect now that Jason's turning to the dark side, but he still kind of leaves Ben as his apprentice, and Mara thinks it's just something to do with his love life, because, you know, kids are kids, even though Jason's, you know, an adult at this point. Ten uh, seconds left. Oh, shit. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> and more Civil War, secret police stuff. It's, it's all very, very... And cool. done! All right. All right. All right. You got to score that shit, bro. Uh, all right. Let's hear it. You know, you didn't even get to finish, so uh, you get 250 points. Oh, come on. You started really good, and I'm like, oh, sh you're going to do this. You're going to be yeah, Corey, know, and then you just rambled on. You know, that was it was really it was really interesting to hear your description of all that, Trevor, because I think you sort of like this is a this is a neat little commentary on the way that you and I both think, right? Like I am a huge big picture thinker. Like mm -hmm. I, you didn't get to hear my whole spiel, Trevor, but I was basically like, you know, we're way in the future, the government's facing new government problems. <laughs> it was really broad. Yeah. And you're like, this thing happened to use a bong, this thing happened here, yeah. the whole book was stupid. Like it was just perfect, <laughs> right? So And you know, and of you know, course like Trevor also started with like exactly how many years after this. So, you know, being oh, a time exactly. So it's like, this exactly. is this. So that's why when you started like that, I thought you were going to get more points. But <laughs> you, got, you got pretty hung up on the first book, yes. I would say. Most of everything that you said was in the first book. Most of that stuff was. Well, I mean, it's in there, but it's not said. Well, you, you get your chance now with round two. Round two, you okay, are okay. going to both take turns explaining <clears throat> each one of the books. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so, but so you can okay. listen. So you will listen to each other. Let's say, I mean, do we want to do like one? Well, I mean, we don't need to do the first book because. Mm -hmm. So we've done should it. we do mm -hmm. like one one sentence for each book? Yeah, I think that yes. would be the good. That would be that, a good that sounds, challenge. That sounds pretty good. Okay, so explain I, each I'm book. I'm not gonna look at. I'm not gonna look at anything except for the titles. Yes, right? I don't that, have any notes fair. or anything. Trevor's got shit tons yeah, of notes. I've got all some right, notes. so I'm not gonna do it from freaking anything to the titles. Yep. All right. So who wants to go first? I think Corey needs to go first so that... Uh, um, yeah, and let's start Corey so that, on the second book. Book two, yeah. You know, we, we can do that. We can do that. All right. All right, so book two One sentence. Is One sentence. One sentence. Legacy of the Force Bloodlines, written by Karen Travis, uh, published in August of 2006. All right. So this book is about... Boba Fett. I mean, there's no other way. There's no other way around it. The book is about Boba Fett, all the history around Boba Fett, and 
This is a compound sentence. Yes, and, I've seen commas in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about Boba Fett, like Boba Fett's family, his details about his cloning, details about Han Solo and his beef, and he has a daughter that gets killed by Jason, <laughs> by the way. All right. That's the book. All right. Uh, I'll give you 100 points for that one. Oh, some okay. arbitrary okay. scoring going right. on. The man giving the points is the man that's not writing the damn book. I just want to point that out. He's <laughs> uh, like, yeah, that sounds like the yeah, YouTube video that's, that's, I watched. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, I mean, he could have at least listened to one of the audiobooks, right? Oh, yeah. I don't think you can. Isn't there only abridged versions of them? I uh, think there maybe. is. I'm pretty sure there's only abridged audiobooks of these. See, now, I remember seeing some of these on CD, so I think this may have even been the first series to be unabridged. I'm not entirely sure, mm, but okay. it, it could be. Yeah, maybe there maybe, maybe there are. I should look that up. I, I would enjoy re- rereading these after all this time. Yeah. So Okay, so are. book three, yeah? Book three. Okay, so book three, Tempest. I don't have any of the publishing info in front of me. November 2006, written by Troy Denning. So Luke right. starts to suspect that Jason is turning to the dark side. Mara thinks it's just his love life. And, Wait, uh, what? One sentence. Oh these, come on, these, these, are, sen- these are sentences. I said, That's I a said sentence. And. It's commas. I, Those are commas. I said and. <laughs> anyway, okay. so so the big part about this book is that Aura sings in it. I have no recollection of that whatsoever. All right, good. very good. That was it. <laughs> yeah, you know, Aura sing from Phantom Menace. No, I know, I know who she is. So that 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 was it. That was your sentence. That's the standout thing. I'll give you 75 points for that. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right. You cheated with the, with senti- compound sentences in oh. there. You were just saying random facts all put together with commas. I, I said and and but. <laughs> all right. Next book, Corey. All right. I have. I had to pull up the cover so I could see which one it was. This is Exile by Aaron Austin. It was published in February 2007. What the hell is this book about? Uh, it's got Han Solo and Leia on the cover. I think I think this might be the book that they figure out that Jason's bad in. That's my summary. There we go. Mm. That's. <laughs> I did like. Exactly. I, I like how concise that was, and it was very much a a single sentence. I'll give you eighty points for that one. Okay. 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 Something. That's something. Yes, that's something. All right. I don't know how they find out about it or anything like that, so I don't know, but I think that was a good summary. All right. Next book, Trev. Is that is that right, by the way, Trevor? Is that the one they find out he's a bad guy in? Uh hang fire, hang fire. Is that the one is that is that the one they fire? Is that the one they fire on the Millennium he fires on the Millennium Falcon in? Jason is? He doesn't do that in this book? Yeah, no, I think that might be the end of this book. Okay. And then he feels uh guilty, but he that doesn't is, feel that guilty. Is, that is one of the facts that I remember in my brain from this from like twenty years ago is friggin' I remember it was a big deal that Jason in his Star Destroyer fired on the Millennium Falcon that had it had it had Han, Leia, and Jaina were all on board. And was his he, was his daughter on it as well? I don't think I don't I don't think they got her yet. Mm. That's later on. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, then you definitely have that whole thing about he feels guilty about the fact that he doesn't feel guilty, and in his head he comes to the conclusion that actually his parents are a bit of a pain in the ass to the galaxy and smooth running of everything. So he's better off without them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was some weird gentle, mental gymnastics. That's how he that justified I really it as a as like a yeah, freshman in high school, <laughs> which is what I was in 2007. <laughs> how old? How old is uh, Jason in in this series? He's 
twenties, I would guess. Right? No, older, older. Is he older than that? Yeah, so he was born in the Thrawn trilogy, which is what nine years after Star Wars. This is forty years, so he's like thirty-one. Okay. Okay. So, and how old is uh, Kylo in the movies? Oh, close to that too. I think he's like twenty-seven, maybe off the top of my head. Twenties, thirties, something like that. How How old is Ray? Like eighteen, maybe. Twenty. Okay. Like if I know, I don't know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Next book. Okay, so the next book is Sacrifice by uh, Karen Travis. Year? I have no idea. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay, so Ben learns that Jason and Lamar are working together, and he tells Mara, so she plans to take Jason down without bothering to tell Luke anything about it, and Jason kills Mara. Oh my God! Perfect. That was that perfect. Was phenomenal. Six hundred. <laughs> One million. You get six hundred points. points there. Six hundred <laughs> points. I enjoyed that one very much. That's that's the Wikipedia sentence, I believe. Yeah, that was very good. You're not reading Wikipedia, are you? Oh God, no. No, I'm okay. Not, I'm this not. was all. I mean, it looked it looked like it was coming out of your head. So six hundred points for for Trev there. That was a, that was a good one. Okay, next one. Okay, this book is called Inferno by Troy Denning, published in August two thousand seven. Who the hell is this on the cover? Is this supposed to be Luke? <laughs> Jesus is Christ. It? Is that Luke or is it, it... It might be Ben. Is this Ben? Dude, there is... Okay, that is something else about this series. The artwork is all over the place on the covers. Like, Ben is also on the cover of one of the other books. Like, the first one, maybe? Or... Maybe, oh. oh, it's the next one. He's on the cover of Fury as well, and he looks yes. totally different. If that's Ben, I think this is Luke, dude. Yeah, Ben's got the I whole think... crew cut thing going on. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. He's got this weird. Anyway, whatever. Uh, okay, he so Inferno. Young. Inferno. I have no idea who the hell this is on the cover. It's either Ben, uh, Ben Skywalker, or Luke Hold Skywalker. I've, I've looked it up. It's definitely Luke. Is it Luke? Okay. God, that is bad artwork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason Felix is the artist apparently for the cover. Don't, and don't tweet at him. So bad. <laughs> Shit, I have no idea what this book is about. <laughs> uh, oh no, God is. I don't remember this one at all. Let's see here. I, I can give you a hint. Some Something's burning. <laughs> yes, I gathered that from the cover and the book being called Inferno. Very good, Trevor. No, no, no. It's a massive thing. A massive thing? Dude, it's I have no freaking fire. clue. I have, I, have, I have no idea what this oh, book is about. Zero points, dude. <laughs> zero points here. Trev, do you want to come in for the steal? Okay, so Jason basically burns Kashyyyk to the ground. Oh, I have no, I have no recollection of that. He burns no. Kashyyyk. <laughs> cut, yep. cut to the Gandalf meme, meme in Fellowship of the Ring, where he says, "I have no memory of this place." <laughs> that is me right now. Right? <laughs> you get, you get a bonus one hundred points there for for that. Okay, oh, look at that. Look at that. Uh, next book, Trev. Okay, so the next book is Fury by Aaron Alston. Uh, publication info. By Aaron Alston, <laughs> November two thousand and seven. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Aaron Alston's a god in Star Wars. I love all of his Star Wars works, except for the stuff in this series. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to go on the work and get summaries of all these books. And even after reading the summary, I don't think anything happens in the series at all. I think it's all politics <laughs> and talking. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, I don't think a lot happens. I think the big thing, if I remember correctly, and that's why Ben uh, Skywalker's on the cover, like... I think this is the one where Ben figures out that, like, at the very end of the of the previous book, like, he figures out that that I think Jason is the killer of Mara, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Has that happened yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's he's, happened already. Yeah. He's doing the spy stuff. Yeah, he suspects it. And this one, he, like, confirms it, and he decides he's going to, like, try to kill him or some shit. Like, that's, like... He has, there's a lot of internal dialogue, I remember, about him being pissed off at Jason, who used to be his mentor, and, like, you know, I remember that happening a lot, I feel like, in this book. And that's it. That's all I got, too. I'm going to give 40 points to Trev for that sentence, <clears throat> and I'm going to give a 15-point bonus to Corey there for, for jumping in with a little bit of a... Of a Oh, this, this, yeah. Ga- yeah. <laughs> this game is rigged. Okay, okay, all right. All right. So you have to give me, you have to, you have to give me sacrifice because that's the first book I read. All right, so you got to give me that one. So Trev, you should take Revelation too. Uh, you mean Invincible, Corey? Or no, not Sacrifice. Sorry, uh, the last one, uh, Invincible. Sorry. I thought I thought sacrifice was some sort of term about go- someone else going mm. first, and I'm like, I've never heard this, but okay. No. I'm- yeah. <laughs> <that's good. laughs> Okay, so Revelation Man, uh, penultimate book in the series. Jaina has decided that she can be the only one to stop Jason, and the only way she's going to do that is to be trained by Boba Fett and learn some fighting techniques to do with a pair of gloves. That uh, pretty much that sounds good to me. I like it. <laughs> That's uh, 150 points. I mean, there, there is some other stuff that goes on <clears throat> with the Galactic Alliance and uh, the Imperial Remnant joining in, and Admiral Dala comes back, but it's... It's mostly Fett and Mando. Oh, that, and was good. Yeah. that was good. Good summary. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Invincible. Pub- that, that was in February 2018. Then the last book came out in May 2008. Invincible by Troy Denning. First Star Wars book I ever read. Crazy this this happened. It's got a cool cover, too. It's like uh, there's this chick on the front who now I know is Jaina. She's got a purple lightsaber. She's fighting this other guy with... You know, who I now know is Jason, who's got a red lightsaber, right? But I picked this book up based on the name and the cover alone when I was in freaking eighth grade or some shit. To be fair, it is a badass cover. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was it was hardcover. It's got this cool Star Wars with the the Jedi Order logo on it. I mean, it looks cool. But sh- tell me, where on the covers does this say Book Nine of the I Nine Part Series? Not a single <laughs> damn place. That always annoyed the crap out of me when I was trying to get into Star Wars books. Why don't they just put it on the cover, like Book One of so and so? It's frustrating that they didn't do. I that, mean, the so. movies say Episode. I mean, I'm I'm looking at it now, and it does say explosive conclusion. <laughs> Where does it say that? Not on the cover, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, on the one I'm looking at, I'll, it might be paperback. That that could be. Maybe. Yeah, you must be looking at the paperback. It doesn't say it on this one. It yeah. it doesn't say this in the. Uh, I'm looking at the publisher summary too. It doesn't say it anywhere in there. But I didn't. I'm not reading the publisher summary, but I just kind of like looked over it. it that's not like the first line or anything. All right, Invincible, Jaina, the Sword of the Jedi, comma. <laughs> Kill, kills Jason. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's the book. Who's now Darth Cadus, I guess. He's been Darth Cadus this whole time, but he, she kicks his ass. I mean, if I remember right, right that the whole book is essentially one massive long fight. Is it? Yep, that's I think it. So they, they fight. Some other stuff happens at the end. <clears throat> end. End of series. Yeah. Okay, so Absolutely. if that's the case, then I'll give you two hundred points there. I liked all the background information about how you picked it and all that, so that gives you another fifty points. Very good. You got a total of 250 there. Your scoring is as arbitrary as your book score. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Last round of this game. Okay. So, you know, I gave you first two minutes, then you had one sentence. Mm -hmm. Now you are going to give me three words, three adjectives for the series as a whole. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. I can do that. So, right. Corey, you've been going first. Uh, yeah, time, okay, so okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. I will say 
convoluted. <laughs> yep. Massive. And convoluted, massive, and man, what's a good word? <laughs> I want to say something along the lines of like in the future or legends y. Maybe that's a good one. Legend. I'll use legends. There's my. <laughs> there's my. It's not right even there. a word. Convoluted, Convoluted massive, massive, and, and legends. Yep. All right, I will score that after I hear Trev's last three words. Okay, so uh, ambitious, ambitious, um, sloppy. I won't say that. I've already said that. Uh, <clears throat> disappointing. Ambitious, <laughs> <laughs> disappointing, um, and. Uh, Operatic. Ooh, that's a good Ooh. one. That's a good one. That is a good word. I will give 300 points to Corey and you know what? You think, also get I think he I think he I think he's he's got to win that one. Yeah, yeah that was better. The, he had better operatic was a good one. I used legendsy for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, but I but I enjoy it. I enjoyed legendsy. I I understand that. But operatic yeah. that was a good one. So you get 400 points for that. Nice. Thank nice. you. Okay. Thank well, you. I, well, so while you're tallying all this up, yes. uh, I kind of want to let's let's talk, Trevor, for a minute about about this series, just in general, for yeah. for people that have never read this book series. So the thing you have to understand is, I want to tell you why I think I liked this book series so much. All right, like because it's been a it's been a really long time, right? 2007, 2008, yeah. when these books were coming out. Um, <clears throat> I obviously started with the last one, so I must have read it after 2008, which would that was like my I think I was in my freshman year of high school, eighth grade, freshman year of high school, right? So I was really young. I hadn't read any Star Wars books before. And, you know, I picked up the last book in the series, right? It was the first book I ever read. And I think I think because I picked up the last book, I think it spoke to me in a way that, like, like I mean, you guys know how crazy and manic and nuts I get about hobbies. <laughs> no. Right? You, Corey? Uh, no. 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 Yeah, never. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Never yeah. heard this. So I, I, like, I like just pick stuff up, and I just get crazy obsessed with it for short periods of time. And I think by starting with the last book, it, 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 like, it spoke to me on multiple levels, right? It was super complicated, and I couldn't understand it, right? Like, it was something that was way over my head, like... They're talking about plot points I've never freaking heard of. This is obviously, you know, I, I remember I remember the confusion I had when it was talking about uh when it was talking about Ben Skywalker. I was like, Ben Skywalker? Who the hell is that? It's like Ben Kenobi? Like what? But then it was and then he like called Luke dad or something. This is before Wikipedia, right? We didn't have all this like back then, right? So I had no idea what the hell this book was about, but like because it was so complicated, because it was obviously there were so many plot points that like I couldn't understand, but it still had a, a pretty continuous story. I figured out pretty quickly that, like, you know, Jason's the bad guy. He's one of Han and Leia's kids. Jaina is going to fight him. It's the other Han and Leia kid. Like, there's they're fighting each other, brother, sister. It's kind of weird and cool and interesting. And that story was kind of contained in this book. So I was able to understand it. But, like, this book, it made me, like, based on the adjectives I chose, the massive is why I said massive, is this, this book, the, the last book in the series, it made me feel like, 
the Star Wars universe is so unbelievably huge, right? There is so much shit referenced in these. Like, there's oh, the yeah. use on Vong War, the Darkness stuff. Like, there's so much stuff that's referenced in these books that, like, for me to start it, it was so abundantly clear that I had a lot of catching up to do. And that, <laughs> yeah. like, that that hooked me, like, immediately, yeah. right? Because I, I wanted to know all the backstory. I wanted to go back and figure out who these people were. Like, it, it just by reading the one book, I was able to figure out that the galaxy is enormous and goes so far beyond just the films that like it totally hooked me on Star Wars books like right so like so I went into the series with this sort of optimistic this is a this is a learning experience this is an educational thing I'm diving into Star Wars for the first time I didn't have all this contextual information that that Trevor had going into this I didn't know what the use and Vong war was I didn't know about any of this stuff I had to figure all that with context clues right and so Corey a question yeah did you go back straight away then and start at book one to read the whole series? I did. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I, I went back. I, I figured out. I figured out, like, I think I had already read it, or maybe I was partially way through it when I found, you know, the beginning of the Legends books. It had that, like, timeline thing, right? So I figured out that it was the last book in the series, but I still wanted to continue reading it. Um, and uh, also, I was in, I'm, I'm from, like, the bum fuck nowhere middle of georgia right <laughs> so like i don't know i mean we didn't have bookstores right so it was a big deal i have to be able to get them and stuff too so like yeah i went back and i started at the beginning and reread the whole series right so the first nine star wars books i read were the legacy of the four star wars books so i mean i mean you're right <clears throat> that is a hell of a way to start because you've got you know however many years yeah, of star wars publishing to to build on <clears throat> and it references so much yeah. throughout yeah dozens and dozens of novels right which i think which is like, and that's that's really impressive for a new reader not to get scared the hell away by that. It would be it would be interesting. It'd be interesting to hear Jose's opinion as he were to read the whole thing now, because you you do have a pretty decent, I think, understanding of like the overall Star Wars timeline yeah. at this point, right? I mean, so like, I'd, it would be. I like to, to think see... he's been paying attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. It would be interesting to hear your your thoughts on going through it, because like, I mean. Okay. You ever, you ever just picked up like a random comic book or something before? Yeah. Like comic books do this. Like they are famous for this. There's no there's no explanation of anything. Like it's just here's a here's Spider-Man number 47. You have to just freaking figure out. Yeah. Like I've seen the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. I know who Doc Ock is. I know who Green Goblin is. Like who is this girl? <laughs> I thought he was Mary Jane, right? Like you have to just figure that out with context clues when you read comics and like it, it feels not important at the time when you're just doing that because you don't know what the hell is going on. So you can just blow right over it, which is what I did, right? So I didn't care about all that Yuzen Vong stuff and all that stuff. I didn't care. All, all I knew is that Jason had some mad PTSD from the Yuzen Vong war, and like he's pretty messed up because of it. That's all I needed. And there was a kid named Anakin, and he's dead now. But <laughs> not, not the Anakin that we know, but this is, this is a different Anakin. All right. But, but I mean, you yeah, know, isn't that just that's in it in and of itself? It's very Star Warsy for you to have started with that last uh, book. Yeah. I mean, the the it whole is. series starts in the middle of of the whole saga, right? It for also sure. assumes that you it skips over a lot of stuff, but it starts at the middle of a whole you know continuation of a story, right? So, um, it's you know, you, you, all the things that you don't know about, mm-hmm. you just are like, okay, so that's just background information. I could get into that. I don't necessarily exactly. need it to know yeah. what this one book is about. So in a way, you you know, you did it a, in a very Star Warsy way <laughs> to start with that yeah, last I did. book. I did. Um, and also, it's interesting that then you you know you complaining about not knowing that that was the last book. First comment I have about that is like, I mean, come on, guys, like that 
movies have episode four, five, and six, it would have been very easy for the books to also just have episode nine yeah, or something on there. Yeah. <laughs> most most of the hardcovers in Legends did not. Yeah. Like it was super annoying like, that they did that. They just they didn't have book numbers on the covers. Legacy of the Force episode nine. Like you freaking should have. I mean, what you will find at the front of all Legends books is a timeline. It's there. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But I mean, like, like name one other book series that it's one any other book genre or anything where it's like super important to look at the first freaking pages of the book that have like you I just mean skip. it's like right they're in there with the copyright information and other dumb stuff like I didn't know what the no, hell that was no. I thought it was you just skip over that and right into the meat of it skip right over it dude I didn't know yeah. man I didn't know it's like skipping over the Lord of yeah. the Rings map. You know, if only there had been a website that tells you what books to read in what order, you know? And for know, anyone who's just getting into it, it's like, I don't know, there's so many books, so... That's right. That's what started this well, whole... Well, that, that experience shaped me. Exactly. Right? It shaped, exactly. It shaped my Star Wars experience. I mean, that that is largely the reason why Utini exists. I think it's because of that experience, right? I, like, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it was fun and interesting to to read in a weird order, but it was painful. Yeah. Let's be honest, yeah. it really was. It was really it was really painful, and this was this was not a good Star Wars book to read. Like, I mean, if if somebody else was not like me and insane the way they just dive into <laughs> hobbies, right? I don't think they would have stuck with it. Like, because. Like, can you imagine? Just, I mean, I don't know. Do you guys know anything about Star Trek? Like, I don't know yeah. anything about Star Trek. Like, yeah. If I were to pick up a, if I were to pick up a random Star Trek book, I would. There's no freaking way I would be able to finish that shit. Yeah, they're like, all over the place. I'm just not. I don't know enough about the universe, right? And I would quit. It would make me mad, right? As an adult, going back to read it, like, I would freaking quit, right? So now that, now that, like, I can see that. That's why Utini exists. We want to make that early experience easier. So. All right, Trev. Your thoughts. I mean, I want to talk about why I chose the word operatic, because Star Wars at its core is space opera, right? That's what we've always known as. But I think ah. I think this is the most soap opera that Star Wars has ever been, uh, especially through the various plots and everything, you know, family relations. But by the end of the series, uh, when you're talking the epic scale of right. it, the galaxy is more unified than it's ever mm -hmm. been before. The events of this series brought the whole galaxy together in a way that the New Republic right. never even could. But you've got the Galactic Alliance, the Imperial Remnant, the Hapes Consortium, all working together, right. even though they chose Dala to be its head, which, again, don't get me started on that. Um, but I want to talk about the alternate ending for Legacy of the Force. So the original ending that Troy Denning pitched was during the final battle between Jaina and Jason... Jason actually <clears throat> flow walks back in time. So flow walking had been a thing throughout this. Flow walks back in time to the moment that Anakin Solo died and swapped places with him. So Jaina sees Anakin during the final fight. What in order hell? In order to put him off. But he goes too far. He goes too deep and actually fully swaps places. So it's Jason that dies in the past that is During the, the events of Star by Star, worst Star Wars take I've ever heard <laughs> by far. That is absolutely atrocious. Whose idea was that? That's Troy uh, yeah, Denning. Troy, this is Troy Denning's original pitch. Wow. You know, I have to. I have to. I can't. Say, I can't I remember whether it was a full body swap or it was Anakin's yeah. mind in Jason's body by the end of it. That would have been worse. <laughs> that would have been worse. <laughs> I will say. I will say that I appreciate that Star Wars has not 
messed up the timeline too much just by introducing some form of time travel, right? So we got that in the in the uh, in Rebels, right, with the world between worlds and stuff, yeah. right? Like I think that is. You know, we talk a lot about managing expectations and stuff, but there is a the stakes are pretty high for Star Wars storytelling, I think, because we have such a massive universe and so many books and stuff. They could really screw things up if they take the Star Trek route and decide to just reboot something with time travel, like massive time travel, alternate universe shit. I really don't want that stuff in Star Wars. I really don't. And like Woo, that's close, man. If that was the other ending, I'm really glad. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't go that. Well, way. I think that's where that's where you know Star Wars does remain more in the fantasy realm instead of the sci-fi because once it starts to get more into time travel and all that, I think then yeah. then it is more science fiction to get into that area. Mm-hmm. But I think the it it does better within fantasy than than it does when it tr- if it tries to explain how things yeah. really happen because then you get into a whole thing where like yeah that wouldn't really work so yeah, it's right, right. you know their, their strength is in the fantasy of it all not so much on the science fiction of it so yeah sure. and like i said about it kind of being a soap opera by this point you know there was only one more full nine book series and a couple of novels after this and it did they they wrote themselves into a box mm-hmm. yeah it is so you know i'm i'm glad that legends became <clears throat> legends and canon restarted I, I'm too, and you know, like you and I both read a ton of Legends books, Trevor, before they they you know they they changed things by reintroducing canon and that sort of thing. But you know, we've we've said a thousand times that like it was a good move, right? I mean, people people act like Legends was this beautiful timeline, and it is awful. Oh, it's really it's, really it's awful. A mess. We we can we can truly attest to that when we were doing all this research about creating a team and creating the timeline, and all this stuff. Like you should look up the canon article it's called it's called star wars canon i think on wikipedia yeah. and it talks about like like legends canon and and re- and now disney canon and it's like legends canon had this d canon and g canon and it was awful yeah we just did a whole episode on it yeah it's atrocious yeah. it's it's atrocious it really is and like i cannot imagine if i mean can, can you imagine if the sequel trilogy was like the use Vong war yeah. <laughs> 19 book series Dumbed down to three movies, please God! Like it would be, it would have been so. Is bad. that from the I, I new Jedi, Jedi Order series? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The, the, yeah. The new Jedi Order. It would have been atrocious. Very good, very good, Jose. <laughs> That's there right. you go. That's right. I will say, I will say, I did try to go back and read the uh, new Jedi Order, Order series fairly early on, like in my reading experience, and it was the it was one of the first series. It might be the only series, actually, now that I think about it, it might be the only series that I stopped and I said, I'm never continuing this. This no. is <laughs> it's the only the only time that's ever happened in Star Wars. We've talked about like in Slack before, Trevor, of like you love the Yusin Vong series, right? It's one of your Oh yeah, I think it's absolutely incredible. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, I'm halfway through a new Jedi to reread at the moment, and I'm kind yeah. of Balancing that with High Republic on one hand, mm-hmm. and then NJO with the plan to go on to Legacy of the Force and Fate of the Jedi afterwards. Uh, but I'm doing this really crazy thing where after Star uh-huh. by Star, there's four books <laughs> that kind of happen at the same time. Traitor, Dark Journey, uh, and the Rebel Stand and Rebel Dream. <laughs> so they kind of happen at the same time. So I've literally put little post-it notes within each one to remind me when to flick between. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. When, when to go to the next book so I can read it all as one. You're doing this a oh Trevor way. Oh, my God. That's Absolutely. insane, dude. I've been, That's insane. been wanting I, to do it for years. I did go back and read Vector Prime, I think, like two years ago, which is the first book in the series. And 
Um, I, it was it was good. I enjoyed the first book. It's a strong beginning of the series, but I started reading the second one. I got like ten chapters in, and I'm like, I I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm officially giving up on this series forever. I'm not going to do it, and I I still can't do it. Maybe it's you just... should, maybe you should have read the last book first and gone backwards. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have. Then maybe it would have freaking made sense. It's just man, that series is just. It's just wild. Well, people it, I mean, love the, that series, though, right? Like it's it's regarded as yeah. A, it, it, it's it's in the middle. I think it's one of I think it's it's one of the only in recent memory of 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 legends that is I would call controversial. Of like people either loved it or hated it, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of how it was. It was the same with there's a couple other series in there. The Karelian series was pretty controversial. Yeah, that's, the, that's really dry. Uh, let's see what else. The Darkness series maybe was pretty controversial because it was not very good. It, yeah, controversial for being bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was boring as shit. Yeah, so that was that was it. But it's been a long time since I've read any of those books. Like, I should go back and reread them. And you know, I did re-listen to uh, Rogue Squadron. You know, I appreciate that they're re-releasing these like Legends books as part of the Essential Legends collections or yeah. whatever. And I like that they're redoing the audiobooks too yeah. like, to give a full, you know, the Star Wars treatment of the audiobooks with the audio and everything. Have you guys done that? Have you listened to any of those yet? I, I don't listen to audiobooks at all, really. I just don't kind of have the time in my day. I like a physical copy, but I, I am interested to hear what they've done with Rogue Squadron and, and Shatterpoint. Yeah, yeah, you, you should. I mean, yeah, that's a good way to kind of get into some of the older legend stuff is like these new essential collections. Yeah, I'll have they, to do that. They're picking. They're picking high yield books too, right? I mean, they did Shatterpoint and they did the Thrawn trilogy and that stuff. And you know, Mark Thompson is—he did the Rogue Squadron book, which you know, I, I popped in Slack one day and I was like, "Hey, so Corrin Horn is kind of redeeming himself." And everybody's like, "Who are you? What did you do with Corey?" Because like, he's not just such an atrocious human being in in that series. So you know, it's a pretty interesting way to get back into some of the other ones. But yeah, you know, I'll be shocked if they re-release the Dark Nest trilogy as an essential Legends collection. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you're not going to happen. Would they release uh, the Legacy of the Force, uh, do you think? I don't I d- think I doubt so, it. Yeah. I doubt it. It's just too convoluted, man. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's just so much that happens. I mean, just the plot summary that I read earlier for the first book is just like... This is not. I, who is the enemy before it's it's Darth Cadus? Yeah. So you, you said the Corellians, like maybe like who the hell are the bad guys? It doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's definitely not entry level Star Wars. Yes. Hmm. No, it's weird. Yeah. This so I mean, these nine books like they're all released just within months of each other. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. know if like because I know with you know the High Republic right now there's there was there was Project Luminous and they spent a lot of time just trying to understand you know coming up with the whole I assume the arc of it. And how they were going to be releasing everything, I don't think there was this much planning done during the Legends era, right? I I assume no. From from what I know about interviews that happened back then <clears throat> and everything, I think I think people were kind of writing the next book before the first book had been finished. So plot points are kind of fudged over, or yeah, even you know uh, explained incorrectly in the yeah. following book with regards to the events that happened in the one before. Yeah, yeah, yeah they. Yeah, they outlined the whole thing. So in here, like, were yeah. they just like basically throwing curveballs at each other in this legacy of the force? I like, I, I mean, you know, we we interviewed. Yeah, they just like <laughs> guess guess what we're gonna do? We'll we'll figure something out. Here's, here's yeah. the beer mat I wrote it on. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> yeah, so we we interviewed John Jackson Miller on the podcast uh, last last year. Oh, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Might, yeah. Been, might have been a year before. And hearing him talk about the creative process back in the old days was freaking crazy, dude. It's just like <laughs> like they all stepped up. They did they did communicate a little bit. It sounds like yeah. like there were some emails and stuff. Like, but it wasn't like they didn't sit down and outline everything. But they, maybe they did for this series. I don't know. I mean this the series does seem to have flown like like flowed fairly well outside of a couple overlapping plot points like like it seems like there was some sort of cohesive outline that somebody approved along the way somewhere so i mean it's it's three authors and they get every third book so they are three well seasoned star wars authors at this point too right they've all written multiple star wars books at this point and they're basically getting their really their books are being released about one year from each other like it's I mean, just, it's, just to double back, you've got two Star Wars authors on the series and Kevin mm-hmm. Travis writing Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Karen <laughs> Travis. Man, what an interesting... Did it not make sense to introduce, like, the second book, Bloodlines, right? There, there's so much about Boba Fett in there that it just, like, feel slapped on just because... I liked it. I liked it because it, it was, to me, it was, like, it was a little Boba Fett stuff, but a lot of, like, clone stuff. Like, so, you know, for me, having having not read any other things like it, it seemed to really connect the dots well between attack of the clones and what we knew as like boba fett in the original you know the original trilogy right because you know that added a lot of questions is, is boba fett he's a clone he's an unaltered clone as the as uh uh ton way said in in attack of the clones and stuff but like does he age faster like what's the issue yeah. there like and so it answered a lot of those questions and stuff for to me that was cool and that was like it was one of those one of those things where it felt like books were expanding on the films, which is the purpose of them, which is what hooked me so hard, right? So, but does it fit within the context of like Jason and all that? I, kind dude, of I stuff? have no yeah. idea. It's been twenty <laughs> years since I've read. I have no, no, no but that's what I, I mean. Not. Like, it's like it's, it's it might be not. interesting probably information not. to have, but from what I'm getting from you guys, it just sounds a little like let's just force this in order to like write about Boba Fett because people like Boba Fett. No, I mean, literally, the whole B-plot that ties in in the last novel novel is it can only be Boba Fett that can train Jaina. Does he, though? Apparently. Yeah, but that anyone could have trained like it didn't have to be... No, no, it had to be Boba Fett. It had to be Boba Fett. Apparently so. (laughs) Okay. I, I will also say about the whole Boba Fett thing, there is one scene from these books that is burned in my mind forever, and I will never forget. And there's a scene where... I for, Boba Fett and Han Solo are in some sort of area. I don't remember what the hell they're doing, but they both round a corner and face each other, right? And they're like mortal enemies is the way the book sort of pitches it, yeah. right? And they round a corner and they both have guns drawn and they both just slowly put down their weapons and they're like, we got old. <laughs> <laughs> really? And that's it. And they, they go their separate ways and that's the end of the their little confrontation and it's it's fantastic. I love I this. Like, and I hope I, that the clapping is coming through on the audio because <laughs> that was great. It was very Corey, good. Was, we got, I'm going to give old. you 400 points for that right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. It's all coming back to me. There's, there's a few small things I do remember about that. I, I remember the best guard gloves, too, now that you mentioned it. Yeah, Trevor, the, the crush gloves. Some- and it felt it feels like an RPG, right? Oh, like man. you, like you're you're playing video games. You have to go get trained by this guy, and you know at the end of the training, he he gives you upgraded armor. That's what that's what it was like. But it's also just the fact that Jason becomes this like mustache twirling villain who does all these evil things and thinks to himself, "Oh, I'm evil now." And it's it's not that that progression 
has been done better in other forms of Star Wars. Like when he does burn Kashyyyk, he's kind yeah, of, he, he knows off. what he's doing and he's like, yep, burn it down. Oh, I've done this. I must be evil now. That's right. He burned the rainforest. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny, Trev, man. what is your favorite thing of this series? Ooh. That's a good point. We always talk about finding, you know, your favorite thing in the in the worst worst thing, like yeah. the thing you hate the most. Right? You know, What's your favorite thing? Star Wars books do vary in quality. We all know this, and <laughs> I do like to take a step back and look at the overall picture, you know, the the timeline as a whole. Um <clears throat> I mean, looking at this series as a whole, it's Ben Skywalker. It's the way Ben Skywalker comes through this and what happens to him then afterwards. Yeah, I can fully I can fully back that up too. I remember I remember really liking him and for the longest time he was like my favorite Star Wars character mm-hmm. like in the books and stuff like cuz he had a very interesting journey. I mean, he does have a really coming of age sort of story in this series of like, you know, because at the very beginning he's like He's like a, a teenager, but he's like working for like the CIA, right? And it's yeah, like weird because he's so young and doing these undercover missions and stuff. Like there's like a this is weird like borderline assassination job that him and Jason are on in the in the very early part of the series. Ooh. And it's like there's like a lot of ethical questions of like, is this right? Is it wrong? Like it's cool, dude. He's a really yeah, and there's some real controversy about that as well at yeah, the time. Yeah, right. So it's like a pretty heavy coming of age story too, right? So he does have a really good arc in this in this series. Would that be also like your favorite thing in this? Corey, yeah, my, fa- my my favorite thing. I don't know. Uh, favorite thing. The burning of Kashyyyk. I I remember <laughs> the burning of Kashyyyk. Yeah, definitely. I remember there being a lot of uh, there was there's a lot of politics in the in the series too, right? And there's like. There's a lot of stuff going on with like like the leaders of the Galactic Republic and um or the Galactic Alliance. What is it? The G it's the it's the Galactic Alliance, right? The leaders of the Galactic Alliance and stuff. There's this weird politics happening with between like, you know, the what's considered the, yeah, the new government and like the Imperial remnants, like because but, you know, in, in Star Wars Legends, the Imperials are not all just killed off. They sort of form a little factional government, and some plans are still Imperial, and that's just sort of a thing. So I loved all that politics stuff, too. It was really, really cool. Even as a kid, uh, when I read these books, like, it felt interesting and realistic and weird that, like, like there was all this political mumbo-jumbo happening, and the imp- Empire isn't really dead. I mean, that feels realistic. Mm-hmm. That felt like what would have actually happened, not just they blew up the Death Star and, yeah, right, everybody won. Right. Like, it felt... It felt cool that that was what happened to the Empire and stuff, and like they got along with the with the New Republic, right? At the time, like they got along with the government. So I loved all that politics stuff. I say that's a that's a really hard hitting thing in this series for sure. If there is like a central plot line throughout Legends and that takes place after Return of the Jedi, right? Like this is this is pretty close to the end of the end of the line before Disney developed and you know change things over to legends and stuff right i mean like you said there's this series then there's fate of the jedi series which was not one of the first book series that i read that was the it was the first star wars book series that i like read at release right like i had a i was on a there was a, a local bookstore that opened sometime between like when i read this series and like as i was starting to get into star wars books and i remember i would call them and be like hey when's the next book coming out and they would hold it for me and stuff right nice. so is that the one that i've read the first one too that it has the it's it with the colors, uh, white text. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read the first one where where uh, Ben and Luke. Yeah, yeah. I read that one. Yeah, yeah. I read that one. 
Uh, yeah, and you know, uh, this is another series that felt weird, but is it also is very? I mean, it's like this series in that it's very central, right? You have our main characters, our main players, and it this the, and to me, the fate of the Jedi felt like a continuation of this series, right? So, I mean, pl- you know, pl- playing devil's advocate, what people would say is, is it's actually a continuation of um. The series that started with Darkness, Legacy of the Force, uh, Fate of a Jedi, which is basically the Denning verse. So that's kind of where Troy Denning took control of the, the, the way Star Wars was going. Um, mm. But Fate of a Jedi's smaller mm. in scale, where the <laughs> fact that it's um, it's a Luke and Ben story, but also it sees yeah. you know the resurgence of a Sith, and you know it's still big, big bad evil. Mm. It does get pretty weird. Yeah, very. It does get weird. There's a lot of weird Force stuff. Luke traveling. And the force across galaxy, uh, freaking weird shit. Dude. Yeah, trying to find out what happened to Jason. Yeah, it's it's pretty bizarre. It was pretty. It's pretty bizarre. Like, I mean, if you look at if you look at some of the last things that were produced around, you know, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, two thousand eleven, right before Disney purchased Star Wars, it's like, okay, guys, let's uh, <laughs> wrap this up so we can move on because like the timeline was getting pretty flipping weird. Uh... I mean, it, it would, it's, it's wild, wild stuff. Weird time in Legends, I think. I mean, I think, it, I think it really was reaching the point where it was like the story is too messed up at this point. The timeline yeah. is too convoluted and too messed up, and there's, we have to move on, and nobody knows how to do it, right? Nobody knows how to leave behind Luke and Leia yeah. and Han. Nobody knows how to do that, right? How do we, you know, at least in, in the sequel trilogy, we did move on, yeah. right, quickly. We got to see the discontinuation of old characters and the you know, sort of creation of new characters, you have right? To, so, if you want this, yeah, you have this to series to continue somehow. moving on, you know, like as a franchise, yeah. you have to right. kill the, what is it? Bur- yes. Burn the past, kill whatever the Kylos exactly. is. Like, you and have to. And, our, and our, our characters are getting old, yeah. dude. Like in freaking Fate of the Jedi, isn't Luke supposed to be like 70 or some shit? Like, yeah, definitely. He's old, isn't he? Like, I, I remember at the time, but you know, the, the publishing guys were giving us the whole 80 is the new 60 to try and, Explain why these guys are still as useful as they are. All right, I think I think this is a perfect segue to go into. I mean, I don't know if we have one, but batshit crazy book of the week. Man, everything was batshit by this point. I know. Okay, that's what I figured. I'm like, <laughs> everything you guys are saying just sounds batshit crazy. So yeah, I don't know if not, we have it's, one, it's but wild. it would have been a. I mean, it is a segue into it. But there we go. I mean, basically everything at this point is batshit crazy. Is what you guys yep. are saying. <laughs> this yeah this this series is batshit crazy and like you know I I think uh, I think anybody that's get that feels like they have a pretty good grasp of Star Wars and Legends and all the different characters that exist if you if you know like off the top of your head that you know Han and Leia had three kids Anakin Jason and Jaina and that Mara Jade is a character that married Luke and they had a son named Ben if you have those facts in your head that you just know right offhand I think you should read the series okay. and. And and see what you think, and then then readdress of like maybe Star Wars canon was a good idea. Like it's <laughs> it is very convoluted and like makes so abundantly clear how absolutely messed up the Star Wars timeline is at this point. And like, but it was also kind of a fun series and weird that it takes place so far forward in the future. And I'm glad it exists. I'm glad it exists in the form that it does. I don't know how else you have a series that's nine books that takes place 40 years after the films. Like, how do you do it? And it's not convoluted with as much history as exists after Return of the Jedi 
I don't see how this book could exist in any other form, right? There's so much freaking stuff has happened between Return of the Jedi and this series that, like, it has to be as messed up as it is. But it's also a pretty fun series, and I'm glad I read it. I'm glad it was my first series. It did properly hook me, so... You know, here we are, all this time later. Trev, final words on Legacy of the Force, and then I will reveal your scores. To be fair, if nothing else, we have Legacy of the Force to thank for Corey buying that book, getting confused, and eventually setting up this website that we all work for. (laughs) And it was better than the Darkness trilogy. (laughs) I mean, we can summarize summarize that book with, like, Jedi versus Ants. <laughs> yes, that's what the book is. Jedi versus Ants. <laughs> I don't there there are very few Star Wars books that I, I don't think are worth reading. And we have we have our Utini like reading order or whatever where we rank books and there's a, the last section, tier four or whatever, is like we we have Ken Skip is the title of like the the level, and there's only I think six books in there, and like it's it's a really short list, and they're weird books that are either not they don't fit historically like in the context of Star Wars yeah. or like like they're famously really really bad, like that's kind of it, right? So even I Jedi is not in that series, right? <laughs> I think I Jedi is in tier three, so like yeah. All right, well your scores are. Corey, you got 1,545, and Trev, you got 1,615. Oh, get in. So, very good. Very good. Well Again, played, Corey. For your money, well Trev. played. There you go. Corey, Corey's last minute bonus for whatever he did like, like a couple <laughs> of minutes ago that gave him the ex- <laughs> an extra 400 points that helped him out. But also, when he didn't even know what the book where they burned Kashyyyk. <laughs> Dude, I, I have literally no memory of that whatsoever. I must have that must have been like a fever dream or something. Yeah, I don't remember that at well, all. Well, it was hot. It was you know everything was burning. <laughs> oh, so. Jose, uh, that's correct. <laughs> all right. So if you guys don't have anything else to say, I we can go ahead and wrap this up. Anything else? Uh, let's do that. Let's uh, just thank Corey for coming on. Corey, this this has been fun, guys. Thanks a lot for having me on. Like. Uh, you know, it's been a it's been a fun little journey on memory lane. I forgot that a lot of these plot points even existed. And you guys have reminded me of them. So this is this has been fun. I don't know how we we started Utini in twenty seventeen. I think it's almost four years now. So like, I don't know how in four years I've never talked about this series as extensively as we have. So this has been a ton of fun. Thanks for having oh, me. On, guys. Yeah, no, it's been great having you over. So um, if for some reason you listeners haven't yet, make sure to join our Discord. We have a very active community there sharing their thoughts on the latest episodes of whatever show on Disney+, Plus, reading along to the newest book release, selling their books and collectibles, and sharing their artwork and fanfic. Most importantly, that is where you can get the latest news and discuss anything Star Wars archives. If you have not joined, just head on over to utini.com discord and click the join now button on that page. Corey and Trev, where can people find you? I'm on uh, Twitter at DocStarWarsMD. It's probably the easiest way to find me. Um, you know, catch us in Discord. Catch us on The Living Force every Monday night at 8 p.m. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm at Davey Todd on Twitter or just, again, hanging around our Discord. All right. Well, thank you, Corey, again for joining us. And uh, Trev, as always, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And thank you to all of our Patreon members for supporting us and making this show possible. And thank you, listeners, for continuing to hear us talk about anything and everything Star Wars. And with that, I can now say radio out. There is no hatred. There is joy. 
There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars fan code. Embrace it. Live by it. And above all, trust in the living force. That's all for this week. Join our community and surround yourself with like-minded fans by visiting us online at utini.com. Until next time, may the force be with you.